For sure. Well, I'll start. Well, thank you for having me first. Um, secondly, I guess I'll just introduce myself, tell you a little bit more about me and what's happening yes. in my life. <laughs> and please, no, thank you. Hi, peaches. So we're back again for season two for What's Happening with Rosie. For this season, I actually sat down with a couple of ladies and we talked about relationships. Now, I could blab for hours just to get this topic's intro down, but I won't do that. I'll get to go ahead and let you enjoy the conversations. Sounds good? Don't forget to grab your coffee or your tea and I'll see you in a little bit. So I'm Hillary. I'm 26. I live in... Jackson, Mississippi, well, just outside of it, and I work here, um, but uh, I work here as a creative director for Word of Life hey. Church. Yeah, <laughs> Shameless plug right there. Right, if you're listening and you're in the area and you need a church, it's the best one ever, I promise. And, yeah, you have to share this to everyone in your congregation, like, listen to what's happening. Oh, okay. oh I will, don't worry. <laughs> Don't worry, I might throw a story out there or whatever. Um, yeah, so I'm the creative director there. I've been on staff there for almost three years. It'll be three years in December. Um, and it is a dream job. It's one of those jobs that I didn't really know existed until I fell into it. Um, but it's like so me. So as the creative director, I work with our media team and help produce all of our services online and in person, all of our video content, graphics, when we do big productions, like for Easter and Christmas, which is like my favorite thing ever. <laughs> I get to come up with those ideas and set the rehearsal schedule, all that good stuff and make sure it goes off without a hitch. <laughs> um, but it is honestly one of the best jobs I've ever had, ever. Um, but prior to working here, like I grew up in the Jackson Metro area from Madison, Mississippi, went to school here, graduated high school, went to college in New York, where I went to Pace University, shout out to Pace, um, majored in communications and kind of fell into social media. All my internships, I was a social media manager. Upon graduating, I got a job as a social media manager for a beauty company, Mm -hmm. which I loved. And then it, I was like getting, it was like a year after I had finished college. Um, I was kind of faced with a, not like an old, but kind of, it was like a crossroads in my life. And I was trying to decide if I was going to, you know, go to grad school. Do I get a new apartment? Do I have to find a new job? Like mm-hmm. all of that kind of stuff. And while I was trying to sort out my life, I, you know, it took some time to pray and ask the Lord, what should I do? And he said, go home. And I was like, hmm, are you sure? <laughs> and he said, yeah, like, go home. And I was like, to Mississippi, for real? Are you positive? Because once I moved, I, I never thought, literally, you can ask anyone in my family, all my friends from home, I never thought I would be back here i thought i would come back south like a southern city do like nashville or like atlanta yeah Mm -hmm. um but when he said to come back here i was like uh fine (laughs) so i like picked up and i moved and it took me three days to drive back down here because i took my time yeah it was it was a lot 
oh my gosh. And once I got back here, I got back here like April, the very end of April, the beginning of May. It was like a Sunday I got back. Mm-hmm. Thursday, I had a job here, um, not with a church. It was just like a, a random job that I, I really liked. And things just started to fall into place. And I was like, okay, so I guess I'm in God's will if all this stuff is just working out. Oh. Um, and then when I was coming back, Word of Life Church, they had a post on their Instagram asking for someone to do their social media, like a volunteer. So I was like, oh, I mean, I guess I could do that. So I reached out, started volunteering, did social media, ran the comms team, started the photography team, all that good stuff. And wow. like four months later, they brought me on part time and then... January 2nd was my first day full-time. January 2nd, 2018. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's been a journey for sure, but it's good. And you've been slaying ever since. I mean, not saying that you haven't slayed before, but I mean, you know, when God called you back, it's like, yes, this is my plan for you. Yeah, I've been trying to slay. (laughs) No, excuse me with everything you just told me what you do for Life Church. A lot of people can't even handle half of that. So for those who are a lot, a lot is required for those who has given much. So. Yes, true. I receive it. Thank you. I (laughs) play all day. Um, Yeah. So that's kind of how I got to where I am now. You are such a queen right now. I just, I just have to let that out. Okay. Sorry. I did not mean to cut you off. Go ahead. No, no, you're good. I, Appreciate it. Call me a queen anytime I receive it. 24-7. Right. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, what's been happening now, church has looked so different now. And it's, you know, as being on this creative team, it's kind of been a lot of responsibility has been placed on us to kind of keep the experience um, as God-centered and big as possible because before you know when you could go to church in person I feel like we were just competing with other churches in the area but now that everything's like online or most people are doing things online our biggest competitor is Netflix and that's like really hard to compete with (laughs) wow you know what I mean because you can just like go home binge all day but I have to be like no come experience the Lord for like an hour that's crazy because I've never like I've never seen that in that way like literally your competition is something that that's insane that's a that's a crazy revelation to my puny little mind right now it's like that is crazy how you how you run your creative and and you say you're trying to slay (laughs) (laughs) yeah I mean that's that's it that's kind of how I look at it um and then not only were you competing with Netflix, but now every church ever is putting all their services online. Yeah. So, like, there are bigger churches who never did anything online, like Hillsong. They didn't podcast or anything like that. And now their experiences, every single service is available. So, to be like, but, like, we're your home church. Come check <laughs> us out. It's great. Um, so, finding, like, new ways to do that. And it, it's been a fun challenge. There have been times where, like, my team and I will look at each other, like, what are we doing? Um, but at the end of the day, we know why we're doing what we do. So, that's all that matters. It's crazy because while you're saying that, I kind of just got a, a thought about it, right? 
um, we can all be very busy trying to be the best out of everything. But if we just do what we were called to do or basing everything, our actions based on our own principles and our own values, people that are supposed to come to you will come to you. No matter if you're, if Netflix is your competition, people will still come to like, this is your home church, right? <laughs> but a lot of other, a lot of other churches also say like, Hey, we are your home church. But then people who are supposed to be, coming to you people who are supposed to experience this church will definitely have to be there at that time so i i I think what i'm just trying to say is like sometimes we are too busy to try to be the best that we forget to try to be who we are true yeah definitely Um, yeah i'm sorry okay (laughs) no no it's good i mean because even in all of this when they when we like first had to close our doors and like we already streamed on the weekend so fortunately we already had all the technology and like the Mm. people in place to do that but now instead of having a bunch of volunteers to help us put it on we're just relying on staff and you know we were very reactive at first because everything was changing so quickly um i think we've gotten to a a point now where we get to be proactive and we get to be a little more creative with how we're doing things, um, which kind of takes us away from that mindset of being overly competitive and like, mm. ooh, like this church is doing this, we need to do that. And then this church is doing this, but they, oh no, no, we don't want to do that. We want to do it like this. And, you know, we can just kind of like take time to be like, okay, who's word of life? How do we want to put our experience that we do every Sunday so well and, make it available to absolutely everyone in the world and it's been great like since then we've been able to put our children's services online youth services things like that that weren't online prior to this whole pandemic so it really has instead of being a problem it's become an opportunity to reach more people or to reach our people even better than we were before yeah that's awesome and also I think what you've just shared right there before I actually give you the floor for this relationship or like this femininity thing. But I think this and what you've shared sets a great foundation about where we're heading to the next topic in a way, because sometimes we are going to be so busy trying to be as big as Netflix and try to get, try to get, ourselves as big as our competitors but then again we are lying to ourselves just like you say who is your church who is like church who am i do i follow or do i compete with somebody that i'm not supposed to be just because i want who their their audience is to come to me or do i stick with who i actually am and to my core i don't know if if if, yeah but okay can we <laughs> wanting to transition to how you are as a as a woman in a way like how your transition from being in the in New York and how it is down there in Mississippi and just you know um relationship and how our desires for as a woman and how we want a family, uh, how we, you want a bajillion kids with, uh, you know, so um, many babies. <laughs> so many babies. Yeah. So do you mind kind of sharing that to us? I mean, please do take this. Sure. This is about you. So who are you? take, take the mic, take the stage. It's all Thank yours. You. Yeah, no, I'm happy to share. Uh, 
It's so weird. I grew up here. Um, I'm originally from Maryland, moved to Mississippi when I was 10. So middle school, high school, all of that here, moved to New York. So got back in touch with my Northeastern roots. Um, And when I came back, even though I knew the culture here, I had just grown so much in that urban setting that I was having a bit of culture shock, like little things that I didn't realize were cultural mm-hmm. um I was experiencing because I was like rubbing against it in a way um small things like if I need to move a box like I'll just pick up the box people will be like Mm-mm, no there's like a man on staff who can do that like little things like that mm-hmm. that I just wasn't used to and I'm like oh my gosh <laughs> okay which is like it's I mean I'm not gonna lie I do love having the door open for me like that is yes. a great thing I think people should do that everywhere Southern um, <laughs> yeah got, got a little bit of that in me um but I've really brought in this whole different perspective especially um at work because I came from a place where you just shoot straight like I'm not a yes person and I I don't have a problem disagreeing with authority obviously I'm respectful I would never want to be rude or ugly in any sort of way but I know how to say okay that's a good idea but I think we can make it better or maybe we're not reaching the audience the way that we should be and that was just very new I guess in the setting that I had been in because I didn't see a lot of people doing that um and especially a lot of women doing that. Cause I think here culturally people are a bit more traditional, um, which is great if that's who you are, by all means, go for it. Yeah. Just <laughs> not quite me. So I like to say that I can be Hurricane Hillary. Sometimes I like hey. blow through <laughs> and like really mix things up. Um, so there was a lot of that. I think I, uh, I'm a bit more no-nonsense and just cut to the wick. Um, Whereas here, there's a lot of, like, Southern nicety. Like, people are very polite and very cordial, which is amazing because I love manners. Yes. But sometimes I'm like, let's just just get through all that and get to the root of what we're discussing. So I, I don't, I mean, I don't like to, but I tend to mine a lot of conflict on our team because I think conflict is healthy Mm -hmm. um it allows for growth I'm not saying we fist fight or anything yeah (laughs) definitely asking no what do you really think about this and if you don't like it please tell me you're not gonna hurt my feelings this Mm -hmm. is professional it's not personal um whereas a lot of people here are like it's all personal and I'm like okay let me let me be a little nicer um and then it just made it a little more difficult adjusting to like the dating scene here because here your average 25 year old is like married two kids with their high school sweetheart they have a mortgage and the most perfect dog you've ever seen (laughs) (laughs) for real and then there's me and I'm like a pseudo adult trying to get my life together have student loans meet by car but completely petrified of doing so and um it's just different culturally or like here couples will like build their lives together whereas like in the northeast in new york it's kind of like i'm in my lane i'm working on my career i'm doing my thing this man i might be dating he's in his lane doing his thing working on his career we kind of build our lives separately and then come together whereas here it's like they build together from the beginning so 
it's just a lot navigating all of that. Um, and because a lot of people are married, like people I'd be interested in, they're like, mm, married. I'm like, cool, cool. I hope you and your wife have a beautiful and prosperous life together. Your bajillion kids together. Right. <laughs> but if you have any single friends, just send them my IG. That'd be yes, great. You should be, you, you should, um, uh, this is also a shameless plug for me. So we'll be sharing our, <laughs> we'll be sharing our IG handle for all those. Yeah, no, yeah. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> for real. Come on. Yeah. I mean, God, I know you've been preparing that husband, those husband for us, but about time now. I know. Always think about that. <laughs> We're like, his timing is perfect. So I'm like, right, but can it just be a little quicker? When, when little will bit. it be? When will it be? When... Right now. <laughs> But anywho, sorry, I'm worried. Was there no, anything? <laughs> you're good. No, I mean, I feel like I'm just rambling at this point. But um, yeah, I guess that's kind of where I'm at, what it was like adjusting to the culture here. Um, I didn't feel like I needed to, like, change who I am. I didn't feel like I needed to change my personality, but sometimes change my approach. Mm. in certain aspects of things yeah which i think is normal like you know, adapt or die adapt, you wanna, yes. exactly <laughs> you want to adapt and just you know be kind but yeah it's been weird i'm single as a pringle <laughs> it makes me laugh every time somebody says that but you can never eat a pringle just one pringle it's the you eat like you eat like one exactly sack. so i don't i never get the metaphor but okay let's look that's just because it rhymes <laughs> exactly because it rhymes. okay fine <laughs> um but it's crazy how that's why probably earlier when you were saying that you were called back home right mm-hmm. how you've grown in the season where you were in new york you needed that to bring that home to stir up all of this that you're doing now in in your home church so I, I feel like he always he always knows what he's doing in a sense, right? So Oh yeah, for sure. Um, but talking about just your love languages in a way that um how does it align with your calling as being a creative and just be leading people as yeah. well at church? Yeah, actually, I've never thought of it that way, how my love language translates to my work, but it definitely does. Uh, my first one's physical touch, obviously pre-quarantine. Uh, second <laughs> one is quality time. Social so, distancing, quality social time. Distance. Yeah, exactly. But um, when I think of a lot of the projects that I work on and how I approach my work, quality time is kind of the focus, like the time my church spends, as we spend as a community, corporately, um, the time we spend with God, like you want it to be quality. That's not to say that production, you know, lights, band, all that good stuff is what makes quality time. It's not at all. It's an authentic encounter with God. And that's like the kind of quality time that I want every person to have, whether they're watching our service online or watching a children's service or um, coming in person like I just want them to have that quality time with Jesus because it's the best it's the best time you'll have all week 
and obviously it doesn't have to happen just on Sunday, but if you, if I get to bring that, help bring that to people on Sundays, amazing. That's true. That's that's amazing. It's like, like you said, the focus and the, yes, you could be spending quality time, but if the focus is not actually focused on where you want them to focus on, I just use too much focus, but you know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, dear gosh, but um but that's kind of my heart for people um even with our social media like I love social media ministry because it it allows people to see themselves in the body like I think there's so many people um who don't know that church is for them that they would be accepted whether it's socioeconomic reasons ethnic reasons whatever it may be and if I you know, someone on my team can capture a photo of someone that mirrors someone else who might feel like they're on the outside. I think it's such a win because they can be like, oh, that person looks like me. Maybe I can come to church. Maybe I can have this quality time as well. Um, yeah, so it's pretty cool being able to do that. So for me, like, I've never been in love. So I'm going to go a different route. <laughs> Um, a big relationship for me that I learned the most from and grew the most through was my relationship with my dad. So my parents got divorced when I was super young, and then I moved with my mom to Mississippi. He lived in D.C. So one, I didn't see him very often. When I did, it was like kind of awkward because obviously we hadn't spent all that time together. And um, there just needed to be some reconciliation in that relationship. Um, So when I moved to New York, I was only four hours away from D.C., so it was really easy for me to go home to see my dad. And I heartedly believe that's one of the main reasons the Lord placed me in New York when he did was so that that relationship Mm -hmm. could grow. Um, And gosh, it really is by his grace that now, like, we can chit-chat and text and tell funny jokes and just like each other and know each Mm other. where I feel like that wasn't necessarily the case before. Um, But all that to say is God is super intentional with Mm. us, with his children, and even things like where I went to college, where where you might go to college will be instrumental in repairing and building you up Mm. for what you're called to do in the future. Um, Because now I know proximity is important. So, like, the people that I love, like, I know I need to be more proximal to them for those relationships to really um, have that strong foundation that I want um, and carry it forward, which is why, like, I have friends from New York because I was so proximal to them and closer to them. I can call them up any day of the week, even though we haven't talked in, like, six months, and we just pick (laughs) up where we leave off. Mm-hmm. Um, same things with my friends here. Like I have friends from high school that I've known for like 10 years yeah. and like, we do not talk often, but we get together one to two times a year and it's so just normal jumping. Yeah. Even though we've grown as individuals, we've grown into these adults compared to the 14 year olds we were, um, we can really like love each other well, um, and bond through all the things that we've been through because of that. Like we set that good foundation. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Thank you for for 
being vulnerable with that too because I know that uh, that was like a heavy not a heavy but like a huge part of who you are now who is Hillary who is she how would you like that answered man okay who is Hillary I would want them to say she is she is a lover of Jesus. She is a boss. Yes. <laughs> Two snaps um, for you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, she's authentic and loving. Probably would be like my top four. Not probably. Things. Like my, my top four words. Yes. But yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. boss. Yes, loving boss. <laughs> loving, authentic, caring, all those, all those good things. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for sharing your life to the peaches out there in the world. Hey, peach. So I hope you ripened up a little bit after that episode. And don't forget to rate and review. Also, find me at wiss.happening on Instagram. Send me a message. Know if you have any questions, concerns, or tips on how I could do this better, I would greatly appreciate that. Again, this is to remind you that what's at happening is for creating a space for women to sew, show, and grow. Wis W I S is for who is she? Don't forget who you are. Bye, Peach. <laughs>